In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. There was a time in my life when I thought I was a fairly focused individual. For example, during Mass, if a baby starts to get a little fussy, or if a parishioner comes into the sanctuary halfway through the gospel reading, you know who you are. <laughs> or even if someone forgets to turn off their cell phone, these things happen, right? I try not to let that disturb the solemnity of our worship. However, about a year ago during Mass at Our Lady of Walsingham, and I believe it was during the prayers of the people, someone's cell phone started to ring. For some reason, it was very distracting to me, and I, and I really wasn't sure why. But the ringing continued on and on. And I remember thinking, why doesn't that person just silence their phone? And it was about at this point when I realized that the reason why it was so distracting to me was because it was my cell phone <laughs> that was ringing in the vesting area in the back of the room. You see, my brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter how focused we think we are. Sometimes it's just easy to get distracted. For example, there are times when it's, it's really easy to lose our spiritual focus by serving the false gods of pleasure, power, and pride. It is so tempting to allow our pursuit of these passions to obscure the holy calling that we have as those created by God. And so, in the wisdom of the church, we are given today to celebrate, contemplate, and remove all earthly distractions so that we can focus all together on this brief period of time between Jesus removing his visible presence from among his disciples in the ascension and the official bringing of his holy church through the introduction of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. We are now in the season of ascension. In the Orthodox Church, when we celebrate our Lord's ascent into heaven 40 days after his resurrection and and it would be easy for us to become distracted and pass over this feast without paying much attention because it comes between Pascha and Pentecost. But the danger of doing this is that if we do not attend to the importance of uniting ourselves to Christ as he ascends into heavenly glory, we will not have we will have an incomplete understanding of how to share in the eternal life of our Savior, even as we remain here in the world. We learn from this season that 40 days after his resurrection, Christ ascended into heaven as a whole, complete human being with a glorified body that still bore the wounds from his crucifixion. He remained fully God and fully man even as he sat down at the right hand of the Father. In other words, the Savior's ministry did not end with his victory over death, but extends to making us participants by grace in the eternal life of the Holy Trinity. 
He raises us up not only from the tomb, but into the heavenly glory in every dimension of our existence. His ascension manifests the complete fulfillment of what it means to be a human being by participating in his blessed eternal life. But the question that the ascension presents to each of us is whether we will answer that call by rising up with him into the life of heaven, even as our feet remain firmly planted on this crumbling world. But if we are distracted by the cares of the world, we might miss our opportunity to participate more fully in this particular dimension of the life of Christ, the, that, that which the feast manifests. So in this light, the ascension, the feast of the ascension is, is neither just a past memory, nor is it a future hope, but it is an epiphany. It is an illumination of what it means to unite ourselves to the Savior. However, if we do not recognize the extraordinary calling presented to us by this feast, we just might miss the significance that to ascend with Christ in holiness is our participation in the life of the body and church. Next Sunday is the Feast of Pentecost, when we commemorate the descent of the Holy Spirit on our Lord's disciples, which which transformed them into what we now know as the church. So for this purpose, the Lord prayed to the Father that his followers may be one, even as we are one. This means that our unity in faith, worship, and spiritual discipline in the Orthodox Church manifests the unity of the persons of the Holy Trinity. In other words, our life together in the church is our life in God. Our unity with the Lord and one another is in the new life of the kingdom. He is the vine and we are the branches, organically sharing a common life with him and one another. And so no matter how painful our wounds may be in any area of life, they do not preclude us from sharing in the holiness of the Savior. They do not keep us from knowing God. If anything, our sins, they, they should make us even more aware of our dependency on his mercy, our weakness and need for his grace. We will never ascend with Christ into heavenly glory purely on our own basis or of what we have earned by our own power or virtue. The more we recognize our brokenness and weakness, the more we will have the humility to expose even our deepest wounds to him for healing that the world cannot give. But in order to ascend with him in holiness, we must discern our own inability to rise up by ourselves from the sin and corruption that remains so powerfully in our lives. Jesus Christ was, has fulfilled our ancient calling to grow in the likeness of God. For in him, humanity and divinity are united in one person. In his ascension, he goes up into heaven as the God-man, sharing in glory that he has with the Father and the Holy Spirit from eternity. 
rising with his body and bearing the wounds of his crucifixion, he brings us with him into the divine glory. This is the brilliant icon of our salvation that makes clear that our Lord has raised us, not only from the grave in Hades, but into the eternal life of the Holy Trinity. Here is a clear sign of the completion of our vocation to become partakers of the divine nature by grace. Friends, the world is changing. It's changing before our very eyes, and sometimes it's difficult to find solid ground, something secure to hold on to. Society today is in turmoil right now, and there is much anxiety. But I firmly believe that the Lord is at work all around us. His ways are mysterious, but his intentions are well known. There is not one human being he does not love. There is not one for whom he did not die. There is no place he is not. No one he does not at every moment embrace. No event has he not foreseen, and nothing that can and there is nothing that can change his love to wrath. We must have faith in him, not in our own understandings, not in our own senses. We must trust that he will never forsake us. We must believe that the light can never be overtaken by the darkness. We must know that no matter what happens around us, God remains our comforter, our helper, and our advocate. And for this reason, and this reason alone, despair, fear, and distraction can have no place in us. Because in the light of the resurrection, the ascension, and the descent of the Holy Spirit, we have every reason to celebrate in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.